0: Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets.
1: It's Friday, August 6th, and you're listening to the Daily Market Comment Podcast by Mario Sajigiriakos. I'm Cristina Marujos, and thank you for joining us at XM.com. The stakes are high going into the U.S. Employment Report. Fed officials have made it crystal clear that the most important element for the normalization of monetary policy is the labor market. Hence, the upcoming jobs data could determine whether a September tapering announcement is realistic or premature. Non-farm payrolls are forecast to clock in at 870,000 in July, pushing the unemployment down two clicks to 5.7 percent. That said, there is tremendous uncertainty around these forecasts. The most optimistic analyst expects payrolls at 1.6 million, while the most pessimistic one sees the number at only 350,000. It is really a guessing game, especially since the labor market tea leaves for the month were mixed. Arguing for a strong report are the ISM business surveys, both of which showed employment gains firing up. However, the ADP jobs report was disappointing, and jobless claims rose during the NFP survey week, pointing to some weakness. The market reaction will likely depend on the magnitude of any surprise. Anything above $1.3 million for non-farm payrolls could fuel bets for an earlier withdrawal of Fed stimulus, turbocharging the dollar but hitting stocks. On the flip side, a figure below 500000 might sink the dollar and lift equities. Something in between is unlikely to rattle markets much. Bear in mind that the S&P 500 has closed higher after every single employment report this year. Bad news for the economy is good news for stocks, as investors price in more Fed liquidity for longer, while good jobs news is also great for corporate bottom lines. All news is good news for stocks, essentially. For equities to bleed, it would probably take an incredible jobs report that sparks panic about the Fed tapering immediately. The Bank of England kept its policy unchanged yesterday, but there were some fireworks. Only one member voted to end quantitative easing immediately, which sent the pound a little lower on the decision markets expected two dissenters. That said, the overall rhetoric was quite hawkish, so the pound soon recovered to trade higher overall. The bank signaled that some monetary tightening will likely be needed if the economy continues to recover well with the latest economic forecasts seeing inflation at 4% later this year. But the most crucial part was around asset purchases. Once the bank rate hits 0.5%, the bank will stop reinvesting bonds on its balance sheet that mature, essentially draining liquidity out of the sterling market. This means that after two rate increases, the Bank of England will begin quantitative tightening like the Fed did back in 2017-2019. That argues for higher UK yields in the longer term, which is great news for sterling. The party on Wall Street continues to rage, with both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq closing on new record highs yesterday. The earnings season has been spectacular so far, reflecting the strength of the recovery. Looking ahead, the next major catalyst for equities is the $3.5 trillion reconciliation package that is currently being brewed in the Senate. Meanwhile, gold took a hit yesterday and remains under pressure early on Friday, suffering at the hands of a firmer U.S. dollar and a recovery in real treasury yields. A break either below $1,790 or above $1,835 is needed for bullion to escape its trading range. Finally, Canadian employment data will also be released today. Expectations are for another solid report, which could vindicate the Bank of Canada's decision to keep trimming its asset purchases. This was today's Daily Market Comment podcast at XM.com